Natalie here. I hope you have been enjoying our current series of the unspoken season of motherhood, miscarriage, infertility, and loss. I know Elizabeth and I have been really encouraged to open up these discussions and just meet with other women and hear their hearts on these topics that are often not spoken about. This week, we will be taking a break and I will be sharing with you just my heart and kind of a short devotion of where I'm at currently. A few days ago, a friend posted a meme that had me chuckling, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, and you may have even seen this meme based on the state you live in, because I'm sure it can be adapted for lots of different states, but it shared Georgia's 12 seasons, and it lists the seasons as winter, full spring, second winter, spring of deception, third winter, the pollening, actual spring, summer, hell's front porch, false fall, second summer, and actual fall. And some of those just had me giggling, especially living in Colorado and now in Georgia, seeing you know some of the similarities in the different seasons and also just seeing how people view different seasons differently. Like when I heard winter so many times, I just chuckled because I feel like here in Georgia, there is no winter at all. (laughs) Like Colorado has winter, but Georgia doesn't. Um, But as I started to think through the different seasons and especially the false fall, I can really feel and notice the false fall outside. And honestly, I don't know if it's even a false fall or it might even be like real fall coming and just hitting a little bit earlier. I know it's only the end of August and Typically in Georgia, it still stays hot through September, October, and normally kind of, you know, around Halloween, it starts to get a little bit more chilly, but I can feel it. Like when I go outside in the morning or the evening, it just feels like, you know, there's still humidity and heat, but it's like this underlying coolness and like cool breeze that wants to come through. And we've been shocked this year. We already have trees in our backyard that have started turning yellow and leaves have been dropping. Like we're mowing our yard and also mowing up leaves in August, which feels really early. And maybe it's not, maybe I'm just um, not remembering the other seasons right in the past, but I know where we are right now, it's just like right on that brink of a new season. You know, summer's closing up, fall's here. I know for us, And I'm pretty sure most states now have either started school or they're about to start school in the next week or two. And, you know, this year has just been filled with so many ups and downs. Like earlier in the spring, I feel like we had kind of these long, boring days of quarantine. People didn't really know what that would mean and what it would look like. And it just felt like staying home was really daunting and the days felt long. And now here we are with school starting and, you know, families are trying to embrace either Zoom or virtual school meetings for their kids, or they're sending their kids back to the classroom and they're trying to figure out how to juggle masks and just all of the new newness of this school year. But there has been just a lot of changes in seasons, and you can still sense the changes that are coming with the rest of the year. And I know here in our family, each August, as fall comes, 
And just with the different events that go on in our lives, I feel like we're always found reminiscing and kind of looking forward to the future where you're like right on the brink of, okay, before we know it, Halloween's going to be here and then Thanksgiving and I'm going to be preparing for Christmas and the new year. And it's just kind of like, you know, those fall months are going to blur by, but then you also know that the long days of summer haven't fully closed and you're just kind of stuck in this in-between. So halfway through August, we celebrate our wedding anniversary and You know, typically each year, celebrations look somewhat similar. Um, Last year was fun. We got to go on a cruise. That was not at all a normal celebration for us. But normal celebration, you know, we might share gifts, cards, go eat out, you know, get a babysitter for the night. But we always come back and find ourselves reminiscing. We love to rewatch the proposal video of when my husband proposed to me. Sometimes we'll watch snippets of our wedding. We almost always look through wedding pictures. It's just a fun reason to look back and kind of remember all the remember wins and then also talk through the what ifs of the future. You know, it's been six years and I feel like so much has changed. And when I think about it, six years doesn't feel like that long amount of time, but we've really gone through a lot and we've just changed individually and as a couple. And it's neat to kind of look back at the different seasons. And honestly, this year with everything going on with COVID and just things going on with our family, our celebration looked a lot different. You know, it was just slow dancing in the living room while our son was playing on the floor and we ate dinner at home this year. We actually didn't do anniversary cards. We still had gifts, but we didn't get cards. And it was imperfectly perfect. It was just what our hearts needed in this season that we're in and where we're at. And I think if you were to ask both of us, I would say this, and I'm pretty sure my husband would say the same. It was one of the best anniversaries yet. Like we just had so much fun being able to genuinely and intentionally be together and be with each other and be present and kind of look back on all those fond memories and then also look ahead to what the future might hold for us. So mid-August is our wedding anniversary. Right after our wedding anniversary, typically school starts. So, you know, fall schedules get busy and it's just kind of the new routine of what's going on. Then September's quickly welcomed and then Labor Day. After Labor Day is our son's birthday. And so it just feels like August and September, everything's stacked and it kind of helps us transition right into fall. And so this year for our son's birthday, I've been asking him, you know, like, what do you want for your birthday? How are we going to celebrate? I've been trying to figure out what does it even look like to celebrate a birthday for a toddler during COVID? You know, what are we comfortable with? What are other families comfortable with? And he keeps coming back to me and saying, I want vehicles and swords for presents. I want to be with family. And I really want a pink heart-shaped ice cream cake. <laughs> and that sounds like the perfect three-nager answer. And I'm really excited. I think it's going to be kind of like our anniversary. It'll be low key, but we'll be able to still celebrate him, make him feel loved and just have a really fun time ringing in a new year for him and kind of the next stage of life of toddlerhood. But along with 
all of the rejoicing and celebrations and just fun parts of August and September. It always feels like around this time of year, our family suffers some kind of loss. So this is actually the third year in a row that we have lost a family member near the end of August or beginning of September and have had a funeral. So it's been hard. It's like these changing seasons and changing dynamics of celebrations and also grief and kind of just the ups and downs of life. I know this year feels a little bit harder because the end of September is another due date that I was supposed to have and we won't be bringing a baby home at the end of September. Um, So it's just the transitions and going through all of the different plans that God has had for us, whether it's something we've really looked forward to and like we've anticipated or things that maybe have caught us off guard and have been really hard and we've just had to grieve through together as a family. And I know a lot of people are feeling this and sensing this with 2020, or a lot of people have gone through similar situations of just these transitions, these seasons, you know, the days of joys, and then the days of heartache and sadness. And the seasons of 2020 have been weird. Like when I think through these 12 seasons of Georgia that the meme listed, it's almost like 2020 had its own unique set of seasons that everyone went through. I feel like spring was really long and slow. And it reminded me a lot of the days when you have a newborn, like everything just blurs by and you don't know what time of day it is. And you just kind of feel tired all the time and out of it. But you know that there's going to be an end in sight. Like they aren't going to stay a newborn forever and they are going to grow up and you're going to get past this season. So spring passed and then it felt like summer just still drug by and it like, lagged on, but it was this, I don't know, like built up emotion and built up. Like, I think people were just fed of fed up of quarantine and just where we were in the unknown. And all of a sudden it felt like summer was dragging on, but now it was filled with debates and, you know, there was rioting in some areas and just like a lot of really big political events and things going on. And it just felt like summer was going to drag on forever. And so now finally we're here where it's about to start fall. And it's like, okay, like I know for me personally, I'm just dreaming and hoping that fall and winter will somewhat bring a sense of normality back in our lives and just kind of the routine and getting to start school and start new things. But we really don't know. You know, if anything, 2020 has just shown us that we are not in control and that God has a plan and we very much do not know that plan at all. And we don't know why certain things are happening the way they are. And we just have to trust that he is in control and there's something greater going on. So I just want to challenge everyone today as we're going through these passing seasons and transitions and anticipating what's going to happen in the fall and winter and even looking ahead to ringing in 2021. Not only is God the one in control, but he's the one who created 
and orchestrated all of these various seasons. Think of how boring life would be if we were created just to merely coast along like a barren flatland and just going, when I think of that, it's just like driving straight through Kansas and you're just like stuck doing the same path, going one direction, and there's nothing new and exciting. You know, God created us to experience the deep, hard parts of the valley and then also the exhilarating highs of the mountaintops. It is a roller coaster of life, but he holds the timing perfectly in his hands. And there should be a peace that is brought to us knowing that he's the one in control. Better yet with the ups and downs, knowing that we were created to glorify him in all things, not just the good things, but even the bad things and all things. And he has a purpose in all things. And all seasons are not only, you know, created to be experienced, but also fully embraced. And just remembering that he created a time for everything. You know, if you're in a season of grief and heartache, it's easy. I have been there. You want to just move past it quickly, not dwell in it, get angry with your situation and move on. But he has created this season with a purpose and a reason. And I just challenge you today to embrace it. And on the flip side, if things are really great with where you're at currently and you just feel like you're on the mountaintops and there's so many exciting and new things and reasons to rejoice, embrace that. Know that the different seasons are coming. You know, where you are now is this great high mountaintop. And God created it for a purpose and a purpose to be praised and rejoiced in. And please, please do not miss out on this great season of life that you're in. Maybe you're like me. And when I think about my current season, it's really easy for me just to wish it away and want the next season or kind of like our wedding anniversary to look back and the remember wins of, oh, remember when I could wear that wedding dress or when we got to go travel without kids or didn't have all this responsibility. And I think a lot of people struggle to be content with the current season God's placed them in. You know, we struggle to see the beauty and the mundane, the strength and the trials. And I especially sometimes can struggle to delight in the present, to fully be engaged with those I'm around and the season of life God's put me in. So I just want to challenge you today, and I'm challenging myself this as well. Let's make a conscious decision to embrace today, whatever that might look like, whether it's wiping another snotty nose or doing dishes or another load of laundry. Maybe you're waiting for an unanswered prayer. Maybe you're doing another day of working virtual from home and you're just feeling lonely and forgotten. He has created a time for everything, everything. Whatever season of life you're in currently, it was created for a purpose and for a timing that was today. So here's to living intentionally, you know, soaking up the current season of life, whether it's good or hard, please, please, please remember there is a time for everything. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant 
and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Friend, there's a time for everything.